Hello and welcome back to the movies made us do it. Me and Matt are back. How are you, Matt? I am pretty good, sir. Yourself? I am very well. I'm very well. I'm very excited to to talk about this film today um, because it is honestly probably my favorite Hammer horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, of course, The Devil Rides Out. Um, I can never decide. It, like this is probably my favorite, but Quatermass and the Pit comes a close second, and then yeah. it's kind of followed up by like obviously Dracula and you know, um, yeah. but the yeah Quatermass and the Pit and and this tend to depends if I'm in the mood for like horror or sci-fi, depends yep. which way I want to go with it, you know. Um, but when did you first see this film? I think this would have been another late night TV job. Yeah, I I think this was quite a a, a late in my life one for me. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing it as a kid or anything or on TV. Um, it was only when I really got into Hammer that I I started seeing it. So I think I probably saw it on DVD. I think I, this, I think this was a re. Uh, this is one of those ones for me which I think I saw when I was too young and didn't <laughs> really yeah. appreciate it a lot. Sure, I think. Um, I don't know, those... See, I'd imagine this one will work quite well for a kid because it's one of the most action-packed happers. Like, yeah, there's a lot of violence was... and like stuff yeah, going it has. on. Yeah. But I think, uh, be- as someone, uh, as a kid who attached himself to Frankenstein, you know, Frank yeah, Frank sure. and Dracula quite early. When you've got none of those characters in, and you're quite, you know, you're quite young, it was just sort of, oh, when's, you know, oh, because I think initially you sort of think, oh, Christopher Lee, he's going to be Dracula. No, he's, yeah. he's no, he's not. He's playing Richelieu from the Three Musketeers. What? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, he pretty much is. Uh, I guess if it starred the Angel of Death, then you'd probably have been more into it as a kid. <laughs> yeah, probably. But, um, um, but later, I think I, you know, I watched it in my teens, and it was like, oh, okay, I get this movie now. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, once you get it, you definitely get it. So, yeah. of course, it's based on the uh, 1934 novel by Dennis Wheatley, which, shamefully, I have never read. Me neither. It's been on my list because it's one of my favorite films. It's been on my list of books to read for ages. Haven't picked up a copy. I keep meaning to. So I but can't it's... speak to the differences. I've yeah. heard a lot of stuff about Wheatley being quite long and at times boring. I, I have seen, there seems to be a trend with reviews of his books. They're either the best thing ever or they're yeah. really dull. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm not sure which way. I know Christopher Lee absolutely adored his work. Um, uh, if you go on YouTube, there is a um, an audio of Christopher Lee reading it out, which I have oh. started which I started. So. Oh, I might give that a go instead. Yeah, That's fine. I think it's probably better that way. I've, so I've started that. And yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot. The, 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 so I've only li- watched, uh, listened to the, the first bit, so yeah. not a lot. But it's, it's a lot different. Interesting. Um, yes. Yeah, because this kind of feels like a, almost an action horror <laughs> of yeah, well, sorts. It was, it was, um, it was um, adapted by Richard Matheson. Yeah. Who did you know? I am legend and stuff. Now yeah. that I am legend, I have read. Oh, that um, should that should be on our list, actually. I am legend. One, which one? one? I, I don't mind. I I I'd be tempted to go for um, Vincent Price. Uh, you know, go with the original. But then, yeah. um, you know, I do love the Omega Man too. So yeah, uh... I do as well. I like. Got, I've got a real soft spot for the Omega Man. I don't know. I haven't seen it for a number of years. Oh, it's still it's still Last great Man fun. Earth, I've seen I've seen relatively recently. I think that still holds up as a. Yeah. as an older film yes yeah and it's more of with vampires isn't it uh yeah. in that one um but yeah and, uh, they're both great let's not talk about the 
Oh, I am legend. No, <laughs> let's, let's not talk about that. The, the, the annoying thing about that movie is, if you read a lot of the sort of other the, the stuff about it, it sounds like it could have been a really good movie. Oh, the original plan actually sounded pretty good. Yeah. 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 Just one of those, you know, typical bloody situations where they uh, they ruined it. Yeah. But never mind. Anyway, The Devil Rides Out, directed by Terence Fisher, and we open with a score that can only be written by James Bernard. Yes. <laughs> it's like, you know, it, the most hammer opening mm-hmm. uh, music wise. It, it's, yeah. It's a great, I mean, it's, it's a great um, uh, you know, score again. Oh, but... it's fantastic. It's just, and... he's got such a style. It's so iconic with the hammer whenever he does, like, a hammer score. It's like, yeah. yeah. and I th- I think, if I remember rightly, this is the score he wanted played at his funeral. Oh, really? That's, I yeah. didn't know that. That's interesting. I'm sure I heard that somewhere, which, which, is, which is bloody cool. I, I like that, the idea of that. Yeah. Um, I love the opening of this movie. The graphics are awesome. Uh, the music's awesome. Is, yep. uh, is just a really nice uh really nice slice of hammer horror um, yeah and a, nice, a nice introduction to the two characters as well you've you know you've got lee sort of with you know watching his friend come in on that that uh fucking awesome bike. <laughs> yeah rex comes in by plane rex is such yeah. a badass in this movie like the I amount know. of scenes where rex is like i'm just gonna punch everyone i literally was gonna say rex rex <laughs> Rex's idea for facing anything is like <laughs> gonna punch, punch it. In the face. <laughs> he's like, wait, the windscreen's frosted up, punch it. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's literally Wreck It Ralph. Yes, he, he just goes full on. And I, I love it at the end, it's the only time that that doesn't work. Yeah. Every other time throughout the movie, he just succeeds by just punching the shit out of everyone. Yeah. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so Rex the, arrives. The as well, in a really weird thing. The young green was. was dubbed by, yeah. uh, by uh, patrick allen mm-hmm. which patrick allen has got an amazing voice he, he does i mean one of my my, my most fond uh, voiceovers for patrick allen is from uh, the first season of blackadder yeah yeah but the thing is is that there was nothing wrong with leon green's voice no it is odd isn't it it's an I odd choice I have no idea why Hammer decided to dub him. It's very quick, very strange. It it is a strange decision, but yeah, <laughs> I, I guess that's that's the way they decided to go. Um, but yeah, we get Rex arriving by plane. Um, kind of sets him up as an action hero from the start. Yeah, really, it does. yeah, he he's a bit of a. I mean, he's he's quite you know he's quite a beefy looking. He dude. is. Yeah, he looks he's like he's you know pretty suave. They they knew what they were doing when they were introducing him. He's yeah. he's your he's your your uh, your, your sort of full on hero type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Nicholas greets him at the airfield, and um, you know they get picked up by Nicholas's driver, and um, they're they're meeting for their their reunion, which I guess is yeah. an annual thing. Um, and um, Rex asks where Simon is, and Nicholas says, "You know, I haven't seen him for months." Uh, at this point, yeah. um, and uh, Rex suggests, "You know, let's go to his apartment." And Nicholas says, actually, he's got his own house now. And uh, what a fucking house it is, too. Yeah. Um, I, I, he's got a great observatory on Oh, the, the observatory <laughs> is so cool. Um, I, I love, though, that like Rex asks Nicholas, he's like, uh, do you know where it is? And Nicholas kind of nods at him, but then just tells the driver to go to his house. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, I, I guess the driver knows the, where he is. The speaking tube on the, on the car is brilliant. Yeah. Um, so I they... think that the, 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 um, the, the film set, or well, I presume the book is, is uh, in 29, I think. Yeah, like, the, the vehicle certainly set it around that period. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, they get to uh, get to the house and find that there's a party of sorts going on. Um, and and Simon's kind of at first he kind of looks off, but then he he appears kind of pleased to see them, and uh, yeah. he he kind of uh, apologizes for forgetting about their reunion. And, yeah, he, uh, and he's, he's he's clearly quite nervous about them being there. Yeah, and and Nicholas is like immediately like something's up <laughs> like he's like almost immediately right. and it's it's the it's the weirdest collection of people as well there's like yes pretty much every nation covered there's um like baronesses it's, and... it's a suspicious setup in the first place yeah yeah um and i like i, I do like the um um he's he's, he's looking around and uh, richard is looking around yeah and he uh simon go, goes over to Mukato um, and he's, he's he's whispering something to him. Yeah, and and I like the way that he says to uh, he says to Rex, I think we're about to be thrown out. Basically, <laughs> he says he says to him, I think we're about to be thrown out. Walk around yeah. and listen to everyone. And Nicholas goes to do that, but Rex just stands there until Simon comes up to him and t- tells him to leave. It's like you just <laughs> do what the man says. Uh, but we're introduced to the the countess briefly. Um, we also, we also, we should mention like some of the weird conversations going on. Oh like, yeah, they're talking about like talk- Mars and shit. <laughs> con- uh, yeah, like the conjunction of the spheres, sort of things. And yeah, it's like uh, there's a, a, talking about controlling someone and yeah, yeah. There's all very odd conversations, you know, that you would expect from an occult company. To be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, and I, I love the way that, that Nicholas just kind of suavely walks around smoking yeah, listening to everyone cigar just eavesdropping, yeah. eavesdropping on each conversation as he goes by but yeah we we meet the countess briefly uh yeah. and uh, we're introduced to to makata and also to tanith um yeah. who rex recognizes um and she yeah, seems the... to recognize him but then kind of denies they... it see this is one of those this is one of the things about this movie about the the so Terence Fisher never liked the the romance between these two characters. Right, he never properly bought into it. But I think he actually does quite a good job here of setting up that they've had prior. Yeah, that they've had they've sort of met, and that I think there's you can see that they both have that look in their eye that says, "Oh, you know, I, I remember you, you know, and I quite like you, sort of thing." I, I wouldn't say fancy or anything, but I I suppose yes, if you want, if you like. They have that that like little glint in their eye, especially from Rex. He's got a complete like, oh, hello. Sort of <laughs> yeah, like he's like know? immediate. He cannot hide his emotions at all. No, not uh, at all. Like he 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 is written all over his face. His attraction to Tanith, like immediately. Yeah. Um. But yeah, of course, Tanith uh, denies all knowledge of. Yeah, she's uh, really uh, cagey about having, them having met. Yeah, even though it's clear on it's written on her face as well that they clearly did at some point. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Nicholas is like immediately suspicious, um, and it's kind of confirmed think, to him. I think he says, I think beforehand, before when he says they're about to be thrown out, does he say about thirteen people then? No, it's actually Tanith who who says that because she's like, oh, That's... I didn't know you guys were part of this group, and and they're yes. like, oh, and then Rex is like, no, 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 we're not part of this group, and like Nicholas is like nudging him to like shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> um, and, and she says, like... oh, I thought there were only meant to be thirteen, and then we see the other two walk in. The other two like, arrive, oh. yeah. Um, yeah, and then they they get asked to leave, um, but I, I love. As they're getting kicked out, Nicholas is just like, "I'd really like to look at your observatory." Bye, and <laughs> just yes. like kind of storms that's upstairs. Stalks past him because that's what he says it is, isn't it? He says um, that it's a it's a uh, an astrology club that he's joined. Yes, that's right. Yeah, he uses that as the kind of excuse, doesn't he? 
um but yeah they they uh rush upstairs um and of course they they kind of meet nicholas up there um and he kind of makes a comment about the the uh the charts on the charts on the walls and also there's the 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 mural of uh bathomet on the floor yeah which is a bit suspicious and i know and i love the way like um rex is completely oblivious yeah oh yeah rex knows nothing like rex look, is rex, just... look, look at the floor that is not a normal decoration for a floor <laughs> right rex is like oh that's pretty yes we won um yeah. and of course simon's like oh it's just some old like I, I got it from some old books or something it doesn't mean anything it's just yeah. design decoration um and then of course they hear the scratching and, and rex is like oh it sounds like you got mice or something rats, uh, like, rats yeah. yeah um and of course he opens the uh, cupboard to find a black cockerel and a white hen yeah um and then nicholas grabs simon and, and basically berates him for for meddling in black magic i think he says he's rather see him dead <laughs> poor poor rex's face is just like what the fuck is going on he's just like He's just got—he's got some chickens. So what? Yeah, know. yeah. Rex is like, what? This is perfectly fine. Like, well, what's the problem here? Yeah, um, so he keeps chickens in weird places. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So we, you know, Nicholas says, look, you know, me and Rex are older than you, but we've never really stressed the experience of our age. But I have studied the black arts. Well, he says, I'd rather. He says, I'd rather you dead than meddle in black magic. Yeah, yeah. And he, he begs him as his friend. He says, look, you know, don't. But then. Simon's like, I can't leave. So Nicholas just turns around and punches him the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> the, as much as Rex uh, punches <laughs> a lot of people in this movie, um, I, I love that they, they carry Simon downstairs and Nicholas punches this guy so hard, the entire world shakes. Like, the, the whole camera is like, might be the first instance of shaky cab. Like, it's yeah. amazing. This guy hits the floor with such force. Um but yeah, they, they take Simon back to uh, Nicholas's house and uh, he hypnotizes him, uh, telling him to, to kind of go to sleep, doesn't he? And he's like, and when you yes. wake up in the morning, you'll be free of all of this and you'll, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll feel better. And he tells him to wear the cross and never take it off no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, so Simon's kind of sent up to bed with the, uh, the butler. And uh, I feel really bad for this butler, by the way, the whole way through. I know, he gets fucked over all the time. It's not his fault. It's never his fault. But like, yeah. Um, I mean, he's actually quite lucky because I think in most other Hammer Horror... He'd be dead, yeah. He'd probably have been killed like three times over. (laughs) If there's a chart of butlers that survive Hammer movies, this guy is probably the only person on the survive side. Yeah, he's got a charmed life, this this dude. Yeah. Um... (laughs) But yeah, so uh, they leave Simon in bed and, and then Nicholas kind of tries to explain to Rex who thinks it's all like hocus pocus and mumbo jumbo. Um, and he tells him, you know, that the power of darkness is more than a superstition. It's a living force um, that can basically be channeled at will, um, you know, to those that are educated in it. Um, and then meanwhile, we get that great scene where where Nicholas kind of wakes up in a trance and he starts to to choke himself with his own yeah. Uh, with the crucifix or the cross, Stop sorry. I think the, the the crucifix around his, his, his the hand and pulls on, starts t- twisting the the chain to to choke himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we see him ringing for the butler as well. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, and then uh, of course, <laughs> then uh, we uh, the uh, the um, butler comes back down, and uh, you know he's like, 
I thought I'd better return this cross to you. <laughs> and, and like Nicholas is furious. He's like, why the hell did you take it off of him? And he said like, he was like black when I got to him. Yeah. His tongue was protruding and everything. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. So they, they realize that he's probably escaped back to the house. Yeah, they, they, they run up, they run upstairs and he's obviously he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, windows open. That happens a few times in this movie as well. Window open. Yeah, there's a lot of through. absconding in this in this movie. <laughs> a lot of car theft and absconding. <laughs> yes. Um, I we'll get to that later. But I feel so bad for Richard and Mary in this movie. Like these fuckwits turn up and just fuck their life up. For, like yeah. <laughs> just fucking. Like, they had nothing to do with this. Yeah. <laughs> they were gonna have a nice picnic. Then they get their car stolen and crashed. And like, like, it's like Jesus Christ, guys, a daughter kidnapped. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So they 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 head off to uh to Simon's house, and they uh they they search again um the uh the whole house like they climb through the they climb through the window and they're they're in the they're in the hallway and he said he says to um he says uh richelieu says oh we i think you know we should stay together and and rex just goes nonsense he says says, if i even so much as smell something i'll scream or something (laughs) (laughs) oh dear uh, but they end up meeting up in the observatory having found nothing um yeah. and they they find the the cockerel and the hen still alive so the ceremony wasn't completed um, yeah. again rex has a little little line well at least we saved them <laughs> yeah, yeah at least we saved something we've done some good um uh but yeah nicholas says that you know unfortunately they're gonna have trouble tracking people down because they don't know their real names um and he explains it as part of the left-hand path uh, yeah. These cultists take the name of past notables within the cult as part of their rebaptism, yeah. um, and he points out that, that Tamith uh, is—I can't remember—the goddess of something or other, um, yeah, and that, I... you know they assume at this point that, that she's been rebaptized with that name. Yes. Um, so yeah, they continue kind of searching for clues, and then they... there was there was one that I actually thought was. Um was quite funny on that in this bit when when um they go to go up the stairs to the observatory again yeah when they they look over the door is just slightly ajar right and then when they walk over to it, it's fully open <laughs> right <laughs> i didn't i didn't actually notice that there are a few things i noticed in this movie but that's not one of them um there, there is there are some very i mean let, let's let's there's we'll get to them because there are a couple like yeah, I, I, there's, there's a couple that i've noticed stuff in, in this movie we, 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 you can't deny it but no you know. no totally not i i love it for all of its faults that, and again another the, one of the when they're climbing through the window i think the, the the painting behind them is terrible oh yeah 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 um but yeah they, as they're searching for clues the room kind of darkens and becomes cold um and then the uh the eyes start glowing on the apparently completely innocent mural on the floor um yeah. and the smoke starts coming from the from the nose and, and whatnot um and a specter appears um yeah I, I again i always thought it was a bit weird that a guy that looks like a genie appears it is a bit weird but he is menacing as all hell he's really creepy yeah, the way he just stares and like red eyes and yeah you know, it's it's pretty pretty creepy, um, and Nicholas tells Rex not to not to look at it, um, not to yeah, look into not his, look eyes. his eyes, and he starts holding him back as as Rex is kind of compelled to to approach this spectre. 
Um, but uh, Nicholas speaks some words and, and throws across at it, causing it to kind of vanish. Um, and then he's just like, run away! And yeah, they, run away. <laughs> they get get out the, the fuck uh... out of there. Yeah. Um, and then and then we see them in the car, and, and Nyrex believes him. <laughs> Nyrex yeah. is like, okay, maybe it's not Mumbo Jumbo. I take it back. And um, all it took was him basically seeing a demon. It's almost like... <laughs> getting killed by a demon was enough to make him believe, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah nicholas basically explains to to rex because rex is like oh well you know we we, we stopped the ceremony yay uh and, and nicholas is like no it's it's like next it's the eve of may day you know they're not gonna miss the opportunity to do this baptism on the eve of yeah. may day which i think is the next day isn't it or something mm-hmm. um and uh and then later nicholas has phoned every hotel in london it's like 28 hotels i think he said he right yeah he says it was the 28th um the, the 28th hotel i tried yeah he's like i had no idea there were so many hotels in london it's, like, it's a big <laughs> place dude yeah <laughs> i mean even back then i would imagine there were quite a few <laughs> hotels um yeah. but yeah so he's found the the hotel where uh, tanith is staying um and uh he tells rex to to go and collect tanith but to take her somewhere safe uh because nicholas needs to go to the museum and do some more research um and uh, again just proving how incredibly rich Richelieu is. He, uh, Rex says to him, "Oh, can I can I borrow a car?" He's like, yeah. "Whatever one you want." Yes, yeah, just... take any of them. It's like <laughs> I know. And then as this movie goes on, he just ditches cars everywhere. It's like yeah. he just doesn't give a shit. He just doesn't care. He's got so yeah. much money. <laughs> so of course, well, they they um, I don't think they establish it completely uh, well. Because they don't tell you about the previous adventures, but they, you do get a slight picture that at least three of them have been around before. Yes, but, but yes. they've all they they. I think if I remember rightly from the from what I know of the books, I think this the, the Devil Rides Out is like their fourth book they've been together. Right. I think. Okay. And I think that most of the others aren't even. They're like more like spy novels. They're not. Um, occult i think he there's only three occult novels in oh them. okay that's interesting and the rest are all like spy novels and things i'm assuming yeah so i guess there's this to the devil of daughter and something else presumably. um yeah i did know what it was like what the last one's called something hmm. is it gates i keep meaning to read them, I, I, will read them. I think it's called something like that the gates of hell okay the last one's called well that would explain <laughs> it if they've been together previously but didn't know much of the occult and now obviously yes. they're they're now nicholas is telling them all of this and they're like really yeah. um that kind of makes sense um so uh yeah they they rex obviously suggests that they go to poor old richard's house um and uh and uh, yeah and and they just agree to do that without telling him they're just like okay cool yeah make that happen um and yeah like you said he says like can i borrow a car like, yeah whichever one you want don't worry about it <laughs> i've got unlimited vehicles yeah um and then we kind of awkwardly cut to Rex just driving Tanith, and it's like, you just turn. Did, can we see the scene where you picked her up? Like, because that yeah, would have been an interesting conversation, just turning up at a random hotel and be like, oh, fancy seeing you here, get in my car. It, I, I, I don't know whether it was just literally to go so that they couldn't, they didn't have to bother with the next. I, I guess so, yeah. He gets her into the car. Yeah. Because it is a bit weird. It's just a bit I, I, jarring. I it also leans into the, the the love story thing. I think if they'd have found, found a way to write in, you know, that she clearly fancies him yeah. as well, you know, it, when they're having a conversation about it, 
and he's and he you know he says why don't you come to lunch or something you know what i mean yeah, like yeah yeah if, if, if they'd have done that i think it would have worked a little better the fact that it just goes and they're in the car and like oh uh, okay yeah yeah this is like, oh okay cool um i mean this movie is very pacey it doesn't hang about yes. at all There's, like that's that's that is the one of the good things about it which is why i think it feels like such an action movie because it is just constant there's constantly things going on the whole way through there is a there is a lot that there is a lot of action in it especially in the first you know half of the movie the first half yeah for sure there's like car chases fist fights and and all sorts yeah um but yeah as they're driving um you know rex kind of says you know i i just wanted to take you out for lunch that's that's why i was that's why i picked you up um and and she says you know we're not free to give our lives to such things um and she demands that he take her home basically yeah um but rex just keeps driving so she almost jumps out of the car she's she's about to jump out and he's like don't do that again are you insane um and uh he basically this is where she explains that Tannis is her real name as well, isn't it? It's yes, so she's not, not baptized. She's, she's not been rebaptized. Not baptized yet. Yeah. Rather, like um like Simon, they were but they were both due to be baptized. Yes, yeah, because previously they thought it was just Simon's baptism. Mm-hmm. Um and then we get the first of a few shots I absolutely love with uh MacArthur turning up in the mirror. The, yes. And uh, the the sound's kind of muted apart from his voice and he's kind of speaking to her. Um, and then Rex is like, are you listening? And she's like, yes, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. And I love I love the little the little smile she has. Yes. When she says, yes, I'm listening, you know, completely. Yes. Just not to you. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it, I love that little smile she gives. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. So meanwhile, Richard, Mary and their daughter are having a lovely summer's day. Richard's just fixed the car They've got a lovely lunch laid out ready. Um and uh and I love I love Peggy when uh, when Mary tells her to take the riding helmet off and wash yeah, her hands. She's like, if I brilliant. fall over and split my head open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a it's such a brilliant child thing. Is, yeah. I love it. It is fantastic. And I love I love that um that um Richard is Paul Eddington. I love Paul Eddington. Yes, he's fantastic. He's, he's really good in this. So well. great. I mean, I I, lo- I love the Good Life. It's one of those. Yeah. It's, it's it, the Good Life for me is almost a guilty pleasure, but I, I love the and Yes Minister and, and Yes Prime Minister were brilliant shows. Eddington was amazing in all of them. Yeah, the the Good Life was one of the few shows that my mum used to watch all the time that I really enjoyed. I was like, yeah. I actually really like the Good Life. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I also vaguely fancy Margot. Okay. Yeah. There's something there's something about Margot in that series that I, I don't know what it is. No, fair <laughs> enough. So they get excited. Also, one cool, actually, one of the cool things is uh, so Peggy yeah. uh, is played by Rosalind Lander. Um she was in uh one of the worst episodes of well not worst episodes, but one of the dodgy episodes of Next Gen. Who was she in that? She was in the episode where they find the Irish colony oh god oh no she was the 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 head woman basically in that episode i remember she's really bitchy to everyone and riker yes. fancies her yeah she, she was in that but also so hammer house of horror the tv series i the, yeah i love some of those they are a mixed bag they but... did a remake of this movie it's oh. called, it, it's called um guardian of the abyss i did and, i i didn't know that i might and she's in that Oh, uh, presumably as Tanith, or I don't. All the names are different. It's it's weird. Oh, okay. 
because I've not seen it. All I know is that it's supposed to be a, re- a remake. I've watched and quite a few of them. I can't say I've seen that one. Sounds like it's been altered a lot. Mm. It's got Paul Darrow in it as well. Wow. The, the the Hammer House of Horror stuff is like, it's a very mixed bag. Some of it's really good and some of it's the really ropey. The one I remember the, was the one with the birthday party in the blood. The Cushing one. Is that Cushing? No, I think it's a later one because I think the Cushing one's the first one. Yeah, that's the opening one. Yeah. <coughs> um, but yeah, yeah I, I just thought that was quite funny. Oh, that is funny. I had no idea. I'm going to have to check that out now that just, just yeah. to see the difference. Um, but uh, I imagine it's much lower budget. So, uh... Oh, I'd have thought so. But, um... I mean, this movie had quite a big budget, actually. Yeah, I mean, there's a Considering lot of... Considering. For, for... It, but it didn't make it back. It actually made a loss. Yeah, yeah. When it first came out. So Rex arrives in his car, and you just know what's going to happen immediately. He gets yeah. out of the car. It's just like, it's like what do you think is going to happen, Rex? Rex yeah. is so stupid in this movie. He really is. He really is a bit of a moron sometimes. He is. He's just so <laughs> trusting and naive. Just the whole way like, through. Get Richard t- uh, tinkering with his car, don't you? He, yeah, he's just he's fixed just it. Just fixed his car and his yeah. beautiful red car. They are gorgeous. All of these cars. All are the cars are amazing. absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, Rex arrives and he gets out to greet. Uh, mary and richard and uh, as soon as he does tanith just steals his car and speeds yeah. off she just peels off so rex takes richard's brand newly fixed car and he's like <laughs> simon's life depends on it and just races off <laughs> yeah um and uh yeah when, then we get like this real sort of intense a, car chase it's a really fucking great car chase it's awesome isn't it like especially for the time and so it's yeah. like this is really good i mean it must be sped up but it's sped up pretty well to where you can't really notice too badly because normally you see like leaves and things moving yeah. really fast and you don't get much of that in these shots like they, they actually work yeah. really I, I, I well say, i'm not sure how much i'm not sure it is if it but is either that or they were driving like madmen because the thing i think it is i think it's more that they're literally driving it like might leaves. be because when they when they hit the bridge they literally the cars literally leave the ground yeah they do yeah yeah they they are properly caning those cars yeah yeah and it's it's an awesome chase scene though it looks great yeah Um, i mean i would i will say that the the um whenever you get you cut to the the characters oh yeah that's obviously the the, the green screen is terrible yeah but but the actual racing itself kind of expect that but the the actual chase itself is brilliant it's one of the best chases yeah i think probably the only chase in a hammer movie yeah it's the only one i can think of i you know occasionally you'll get like a horse and cart chase but not not you know like you know the the horse the 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 chase in dracula or something like that it's the only car chase i think i can think of yeah i think you might be right um but yes so um I'm trying to think if there's any in the later Dracula movies, but I'm I can't, sure. yeah, I can't remember any any car chases. No, in the I don't remember any, but um, who knows? Uh, but yeah, so we have this car chase, and uh, Bacarta turns up in the the mirror again, telling Tanith yeah. not to worry; he's watching over her. He's still with her, and he'll never catch you. Um, and with that, we get uh, Rex's window frost up, which Rex just punches. <laughs> he just punches for it. Dunk. Uh, but then, of course, he's struggling to see because he's got the wind blowing in his face, um, which is a nice yeah, touch. I'm glad I, they actually yes, acted I that. I love that. I, li- I, li- I like the fact that he's, you know, his eyes start watering because of the because of the wind and the speed they're going. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and you also see the car does swerve a little when he punches the window out as well, which is nice. It was, yeah. it was reasonably well done. That's what I said. It's, it's a great car chase. It's yeah. a really well plotted, um, plotted out chase. It's yeah, brilliant. yeah. 
um some great camera angles on the cars as well it's, yeah. it's really cool it's, it's cool because like they're such cool cars as well and you don't very often see car chases with those kind and of cars the the actual en- engine noises are oh yeah really yeah really whether those cars made those noises or not i don't know i don't, know. I don't, I don't probably, care they probably did <laughs> yeah probably yeah but i mean they, they yeah. looked like they were going some so i'm guessing they were pretty souped yeah. up but um but yeah so uh then macarter causes like a, a fog does like a real thick fog yeah, appears he, across the road she she sort of turns into like a little into sort of a grove of trees yeah what looks like a little side road or something and and the, just the mist comes down yeah uh and of course rex crashes richard's newly fixed car straight into a yeah, tree it completely fucks it up yeah it really does i mean when he wakes up you could tell they did everything they could to not damage the car whilst making the car look like it's look, crashed yeah <laughs> they, they, they tried their best put it at an angle and yeah put the bonnet, put, put the bonnet up a bit it'll be fine yeah a bit of smoke <laughs> it'll be all right um so so yeah rex comes to sometime later um and then he's almost run over and it felt really comically by the countess who's just, yeah that is this is really funny it makes me laugh every time it's just the look on her face she just looks so angry and she's just like it's, she doesn't know what's happened she's just it, driving on she's like oh, fuck this guy it's almost comedic because you you've got this little old lady yeah who can barely see over the steering wheel and she's slightly cross-eyed anyway yep and it just and they that one is speed sped up. You can yeah, see it. yeah, yeah. And so that one is is I think definitely unintentionally funny. It's it makes me laugh every time I see it. It's it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so it's weird because she like races by him at such speed, but he still manages to find where she went on yeah. foot. So she couldn't have gone very far. Um, no. I guess they were almost at the site when uh, Tanith lost him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he finds the. I guess the... Mikato, uh, Mikato hoped that the crash would kill him would kill him yeah yeah absolutely um so yeah they get to makata's house um and then he follows them out to the baptism site um and um yeah we see like all of the the cultists gathered with um makata. Yeah, well, he sneaks into the back of a car doesn't he he's, he's... yes yeah yeah he sneaks into the back of a car one of the cars when they were when they're all leaving and they're all there they're all regaled in their cloaks and yeah robes. yeah um and then yeah we we see the sacrifice uh of the goat uh at the uh at the altar of this yeah. you know when this baptism site the crowd kind of cheer and triumphantly cheer as the blood's held up and whatnot it, um it is one of the tamest orgies i have ever seen yeah they're all just kind of like pushing each other a little bit and like <laughs> rubbing into like bouncing into each other it's like a really tame mosh pit kind of thing going on yeah. more than anything <laughs> um but yeah and then the uh, rex is like okay uh this is above my pay grade um yeah. and heads off to phone and i don't know how long this goddamn thing's going on for but he heads off somewhere to find a phone to call nicholas yeah i'm guessing it goes on for hours must do because like nicholas drives out there to meet him and it's still going on yeah um and i'm guessing maybe it's just quite close or that nicholas wasn't that far away but um but yeah, so Nicholas gives uh, Rex some salt and mercury to protect him and Simon um, from the evil forces. Um, and he tells Rex that he's got his own protection, and we, we find out what that is later. He's got, like, the, the equivalent of, like, a, a, I don't know, a magical nuclear bomb is, is like, the kind of, the way yeah. it comes across. Um, uh, <coughs> yeah, so they find the baptism still going on. And there's this shot, and I don't know if this is one of the shots you picked up on. But 
Tanith gets covered in blood, and it looks like the actress just got blood in her eye because she looked yeah. thoroughly fucked off in one shot. Like yeah, she was she's not really, pleased. Yeah, she like really cut goes back, doesn't she? She's like, oh. Yeah, I, I think it might have ended up in her eye or something, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so, uh, yeah. Um, and then um, uh, Bathomet appears. The goat appears. Uh, and, and Nicholas is kind of, you know, looking on in horror. Um, and he says, if only we had some light. And, and Rex is like, ah, I know light car. Um, yeah, yeah. Goes to get the car. And, uh, yes. The, the goat was played by, um, uncredited by Eddie Powell. Oh, really? I didn't know uh, that. That's who cool. Was, who was... Um, christopher lee's stunt double yeah yeah um it's a great image like image yeah. is like fantastic. i like it i think it, it's you know you can tell you you can you can say that it's it looks a little cheap but i actually think it still holds up pretty well it's still a pretty i think it's quite a good creepy picture. shot yeah i like it yeah i really do like I do, it. and i do like the fact that he's just sat there cross-legged it's it's yeah he just appears he doesn't do i mean he he doesn't need to do anything you know no. he's just he's just showing himself uh to, to the crowd um but yeah of course so using the car they they speed in um throw across it at Bathomet causing him to disappear um and then and rex then it's, punches it's full everyone on action mode. I love oh yeah he gets uh richly gets to the car and rex literally like rams himself onto the side of this car yeah. ready to ready to grab um simon and tanner and they 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 he throws this car around yeah and he's just there punching he just punches everyone this woman walks up to him not even sure if she was going to attack him he just punches her straight in the face it's like uh it's like um uh it's like fucking holy grail yeah with sir lancelot yeah Uh, but yeah they they managed to get simon and and tanith and and uh and speed off um and he's he's real badass i must admit it's pretty cool it's pretty cool um so yeah they they head back to the house of uh of richard poor richard uh who weirdly never asks about his car it's just kind of yeah they've all just got so much money i think at this point like they just don't care um i i I get the impression that he's not quite is as rich as the uh as the others as the others are mm. <laughs> yeah certainly not as much as nicholas who just doesn't no. care about money nicholas is totally money bags isn't he but because he's by the way ditched another car at yes. this this site when they came back that's two cars now that he's down um yep. although they stole one i guess so they've got one back but um yeah they're they're up up another car up hey. our car yeah um but yeah, so uh, Nicholas explains everything to to Richard and Mary, um, yep. and he says that that Simon and Tanith need rest and sleep. Um, but he tells Rex to watch over Tanith mm-hmm. and to call him if anything happens. Yeah. Um, and you know, later we get a scene of of Rex kind of telling her there's nothing to worry about, and she says like I've got everything to worry about. Like you don't understand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nicholas kind of talks to to simon um and uh, explains to richard and mary who were you know as as rex was kind of disbelievers completely um, skeptical yeah yeah um but nicholas says look i've got to leave for a while um yeah, you one of your missions again one of my missions yeah uh but but richard look after simon he's not to be left alone for any reason whatsoever um and uh he heads off but as he's heading off we see mccarter uh has 
one of one of Nicholas's car, the other car. Yeah, he's brought uh, a car back. He's brought a car back, and um, Mary, uh, the butler, answers, doesn't he? And and yeah. you know, uh, he goes up to Mary and says, you know, that that Macarthur's here, uh, and she, I, I like this. She she thinks about getting Richard for a second, and then she remembers that Richard has to look after Simon. So she yeah. says, okay, get him to meet me in the library. Um, and he says, look, I've come to return the car, and. That I think we've been misrepresented. My me and my cult have been yeah. misrepresented. He says, there's no, basically, there's no such sort of thing as good and evil. It's all you know. It's all what you do with it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, it's neither good nor bad. You know, apart from the fact it's Charles Gray and he's he's clearly menacing. Yeah, he's clearly menacing. You know, he sounds almost reasonable. He does. Yeah, he does. He does almost sound reasonable. And we should we should say Charles Gray. This is fucking a phenomenal oh he's great isn't he right you know he, he was a he was a, a brilliant actor anyway but this is one of his best performances i think i think so and too th- and, I, and i think this is probably one of my if not my favorite scene it's it's one of the best scenes in the movie it's a, so beautifully done i completely from way, agree from the way they come into the room and the way they sit each each other across from each other in the, in the, in this in the, yeah the framing is great. you've got that great shot of them in these and again it's the it's the hammer color those yes. red those red chair uh, you know settee and chairs yeah absolutely beautifully red vivid colors and he sort of sat there like you know slowly getting more menacing as as he's talking to um to her and she's she sat there on that on this on the sofa and she's pulled one of Peggy's dolls over to her lap. Yes. And she's absent-mindedly stroking the doll, which is, oh, I love it. It's such a great mm. shot. It's really good. Um, yeah, and as, <laughs> as he talks to her, he, he puts her under his spell. Yeah, slowly, slowly, you know, forcing his will on her. Yeah, and he says, you're you're beneath my influence and, you know, you have no will of your own. Yeah, um, and again, they do, he, he, the shot here is, is fantastic. It's great. As he's, as he's, you know, leaning in to sort of to, to talk to her, the, the camera starts off really far back from her and it just keeps going forward and forward until you're right on her her, her face. Mm. And she's got the most expressive, huge eyes. She well, does. Yeah, she really does. really helps completely sell this this scene. Yeah. Um, and he forces her to tell him where Tanith and Simon are. And she says, yeah. she says, you know, that they're upstairs and who's guarding them and everything. Yeah. Um, and he just... Again, showing his how powerful he is, yeah. he just basically sits back and looks up to yeah, where they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, you know, they start doing what they're going to do. So um, Simon starts thrashing around and looking like his sleep is being disturbed. Yes, so, enough for Richard to get up and approach yeah, him. So Richard sort of goes over to sort of you know check on him, and and of course he attacks Richard. Yeah, and then meanwhile we've got Tanith uh, picking up a knife from yeah. a nearby wall and she's intending to clearly kill rex mm-hmm. um but then uh peggy comes into the library and distracts him yeah and, just at uh, the last moment breaks his breaks his control yeah yeah and uh, breaks his control of both uh tanith and simon and also mary who basically just tells him to fuck right off she's yeah, like she, get out she, she leaps up and grabs yeah. uh peggy and then you know tells him to get the hell out and the, the butler comes in and yeah of course I loved again. It's Charles Gray, like menacingly standing sort of over her behind, yeah. behind her, and he, it's he the says, framing I, and everything is just yeah. So and he says, "I sh- I shan't return." 
but something will. Yeah, he warns her. He says something oh, will come from that night. Is oh, great Jesus. line. Really, really good. So um, yeah, Mary explains to Richard that that MacArthur was you know was here. Yeah. And, um, you know, he says, like, uh, yeah, Simon tried jokingly. Um, and then, of course, they check on Rex, who is actually asleep and not dead, surprisingly. Um, yeah. And they see Tanith running into the woods. So uh, Rex rushes after her. And we get quite a nice moment between them where she says, you know, I almost killed you. Like, I'm running away yeah. because I'll hurt people if I stay. I will hurt you. I want to. I don't want to hurt people. Yeah, I, th- I think it's, it is. You can see why it's not. It wouldn't have be satisfying to them but i think sometimes some of the scenes like this one they they do just enough to sort of you know make you think that there is something between them you know yeah absolutely um yeah it, Not just for convenience of the story no absolutely yeah it, it does feel like there's more to it than that yeah um and of course what i mean love is one of the the, the big kind of motivations later in the movie so it, yeah i think it works i think it works well enough i wouldn't say it's like an amazing love story or anything but it, no. it, it does the job you know as, as long as you buy into the fact that it's purely a quick passion thing that it's, yes yeah it's a you know at first sight sort of yeah you know thing as long as you you buy into that then you're you're fine yeah yeah um so yeah, Rex says, you know, we'll we'll find somewhere to to hole up away from everyone else. Then you know, and and fine. Um, Nicholas then returns, and Mary explains what happened um, with uh, and saying, you know, Rex is with with Tanith. Um, and then um, we cut to later that night, and Nicholas says, you know, as the night sets in, he's going to really struggle to keep Tanith. Uh, under control because she's going to be taken as the night falls yeah um and we see he's really she's really struggling she's like tied up and uh in a barn somewhere and and really really fighting against this uh this presence that's trying to take her um, i did think it was weird that he, when he says he says oh i'll find somewhere to keep her away like, why did you choose a barn what was that yeah like yeah, it's a bit weird um, i guess it's away from everybody but yeah i i guess it's not the best of places though um no to be honest but uh yeah so I, i've never quite understood this bit of the movie but i mean it's fine but it's kind of like what were you di- what were you thinking guys um so simon and mary put peggy to bed and tell the butler to watch over him yeah and then they've got this protective circle where no no demon can enter or harm them and they all sit in the circle whilst leaving their daughter in a room with a butler somewhere else yeah like, this is not gonna end well is it no <laughs> it's you you would have thought i mean i know i know the daughter's not the target but it's, no, you know no, that's, but the, but the don't take is, the risk like he's already proved that he's willing to send anything to yeah yeah do you know and, and do anything to get it, to them it's weird because nicholas seems so he's like the man who knows everything in this movie yes. he's so on the ball and to like not do this is like okay that was weird you know yeah um, he's totally the doctor isn't he he's oh yeah like, for sure he, he's got all the he's, he's got know, an answer for he everything the complete expert but he knows enough and and is, has access to everything he needs yeah, yeah you would have thought he would at least put a protective circle around the bed or something well. yeah yeah you know yeah i mean i if, if you, i guess if i would have thought i would have thought about it you'd have put them put her out so that she was unconscious so that she wouldn't leave a circle yes yes you put her in a circle you knock her out so that she couldn't be distracted by anything and then she'd be safe you'd be fine 
the butler would probably get it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, which kind of leads on to to, to a, a bit in a minute, which we will we will get to. Um, about the circle and what's happening. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. yes, so they've they, they've they've made the circle. Oh, and and Nike, I've, I've we've forgotten that. Um, what, uh, earlier on, Rex has told them that they shouldn't eat anything except for maybe some biscuits and and. Oh yes. Or... Yeah. They yeah. have to, you know, be be sort of pure as it as it is. Yeah. Sort of any ceremonies or any, you know, influences they need they need to do. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, so they're within the the protective circle. Um. Meanwhile, Tanith uh wakes up under the influence of Makarta, and uh, Rex unties her because she uses her eye th- the the eyes thing the the, yeah. the kind of eye spell. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of eye yeah. acting going on in this movie. There is. Well, I'm assuming because Ricarta has that ability, he's using yes. it through her uh, at, at Rex. Um, and um, Rex... It does help that both, all, both the actresses have very, uh, very uh, great eyes for, the, for, for those. Yeah. And of course, Charles Gray's got great eyes as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Rex passes out. Um, and uh, meanwhile... I, I love this bit where Richard's like in the circle. And he's like, oh, I just feel like we're just a bunch of idiots sat here. And, and yeah. Nicholas is like, MacArthur's working on you. He's focused on yeah. the weakest link because you're so skeptical. Yeah. Um, and he basically makes him beg on their friendship to stay in the circle. He's like, you will stay here tonight for our friendship. Um, yeah. And so he, you know, kind of reluctantly agrees. Um Simon seems uncomfortable in the circle and he tries to drink some water and says it tastes like sewer. Um, yeah. And again, Nicholas stops Richard from drinking from it. He's like, don't drink anything he hands you. Like, you know, yeah. stop. Um, uh, and then, then of course, the, the lights dim again, which is a, another reoccurring theme in this this film mm-hmm. is the, the lights dimming whenever kind of magic or, or, or things yeah, are being conjured. It's real, it's real um, light and dark stuff, isn't it? Yeah. The, the whole sort of... Um theme of the movie is light and darkness and and you know that's partially partially to do with um fisher's own beliefs he was a he was a he was a a strong christian right and he you know he 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 really did believe that good would triumph over evil Mm -hmm. which i think is why he had such a problem with later hammer movies yeah because they they got a little more bawdy and a little more you know sure that's understandable yeah Whereas in Fisher's movies, pretty much bad guys do not win. No, no. Um, they can survive, like oh yeah, survive for the sequel. But our heroes do go off triumphantly at the end, and everyone's yeah. okay. You know, um, spoiler for this movie, but <laughs> yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it certainly looks like it's going a different way at one point. But then it's like, oh no, it's okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the group all uh, hold hands. Uh, in the circle they join hands um and uh we get this wind filling the room which is kind of the first wave and it, it blows the candles out um and then once that's disappeared nicholas relights the candles um yeah. and that's when they hear rex outside he's knocking on the door begging to be let in mm-hmm. and of course richard's like okay i'll go open the door um yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know nicholas is like that's not rex don't go and you know don't go and answer that um and then we get the giant spider um we get the uh the, the giant spider uh which is kind of i i think it's like attempting to scare them out of the circle at first because yeah, it, it can't enter the circle but he's I trying to make it, them I back think it's out probably it. it's 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 there to scare off um mary mary i think is probably isn't it 
it's, yeah it's, no. well it all seems very focused on her because then of course when that doesn't work we get yeah. uh peggy enter the room and mm-hmm. the spider starts going for peggy yeah um and of course mary and i think the, this is one of those weird things because the, the the giant spider thing isn't very good no but weirdly, it's sold quite well. Oh, they when, sell it. The acting Peggy, sells it. They no, the, yeah, the acting is amazing. They they sell it. But I think the actual, it's it's when it starts looming over Peggy. Yeah, is probably when it looks its best. It's yeah, actually, you're well. right. You're right. It does it, look it, probably it looks, best there. It is best when it's looming over Peggy. I love, by the way, the little evil smile that Peggy gives when she enters the room. Yes. It's like a nice yes. little, like, things aren't quite right here. Yeah, this, this is not... And, like, know. she's slow to react to the spider as well, and yeah. then suddenly she does. Um, but then Nicholas throws water at the yeah, uh, at her. Of course, it's their kids, so, you know, Mary and... and uh, oh, yeah, they're going to go. They're going to run out there. You know, they, they have to be totally pulled back to, to stop them going forward. Yeah. And yeah, he, he throws water over the... Um, over the illusion of her, and she disappears. The, yeah. Weirdly, the door closes as well because I guess the door never opened either. It's, it was all an illusion. The door and yes. her disappear. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, then Richard's like, "Fuck this spider!" and he throws the whole jug at the spider. Um. And the spider melts. Yeah. Which is kind of a cool effect. Uh, apparently, the the, they they used a number of spiders and one of them died under the heat of oh, the lights. I'm not surprised. Um. So that the corpse of that spider is what they they tipped sulfuric acid over to get that the shot at the end oh, well i guess they they but used all they used the most of it you know it's like well it's dead now well yeah, yeah. um but yeah so um simon then starts kind of feeling compelled to walk out of the circle doesn't yeah. he? he kind of cries for help um, he does he, he you, you get that you get the, the the first proper signs that um he's fighting actually it. struggling to, mm. to you know he's he is fighting yeah um and of course richard and nicholas pull him back in and knock him out yeah to, to kind of keep him there which is what they probably should have done with their <laughs> i was gonna say this probably <laughs> <laughs> um they needed lots of drugs to knock them all out it'd be fine <laughs> yeah yeah so richard's like this is mental do we have nothing we can fight back with and nicholas says like i do have one thing i've got two lines of this ritual but I cannot use it unless it's an absolute yeah, last resort. Last resort. Our lives are in co- total danger. And you know. right on cue, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they hear the approach of the angel of death. Yeah. Um, it's come to claim, I think it's come to claim all of them, but certainly Simon. Um, and uh, yeah, so it, it rides in and Nicholas says, you can't catch sight of its face or leave the circle or you are screwed. Um, yeah. And uh, the the angel kind of tries attacking the circle, and eventually it does manage to to hit Simon down, doesn't it? it actually, seems to attack Simon. It, yeah, it seems. I'm not sure it does, but it seems. It, it, or he falls over in shock, maybe because he's like, yeah, yeah I think I'm not it's sure more of that. I think it's more more that because he he certainly can't get through the, the barrier. I don't think. No, no. I guess much like the spider, it's just trying to intimidate him into making a mistake yeah um and then it, it reveals its face which is kind of an awesome skull in this one shot i always thought that was a weird it's, it's like oh no it's got no teeth it looks a bit weird yeah it does look a little bit weird but it's kind of cool it, I mean, it's probably it's a prop actual... from something else that they just mashed yeah. into a into a helmet like that i think both, for the most part the armor and the, the horse stuff looks looks kind of cool yeah i like it i like it so, sometimes the 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 wings flapping around yeah threat- threatened to uh, unbalance it slightly 
but I think it's, yes. it still looks kind of cool. And I do, it is it is cool when you get the reveal. It, what, what the initial pulling away of the the veil to reveal the face. It's cool until you see the face isn't isn't a great skull. It's 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 shown for just a little too long. That's the problem. Yeah, should have been a really quick, you know, glimmer and then yeah. and then move on. And I, I guess I was thinking about it, probably he. It, I guess death does have the power to break the thing, which is why they use the yeah the, the spell. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Nicholas uses the recites the passage and and sends yep. it away um and uh yeah simon like asks if it's over and nicholas says that it is but then uh rex of course appears with a dead tamith um the yeah. uh, nicholas explains that once summoned the angel of death has to claim a life it... and see and this is again this is what i was gonna what i was gonna bring up earlier what we were saying earlier yeah so the, the angel of death has to take someone peggy and the butler are upstairs i know <laughs> unprotected yeah um but yeah so for some reason it took tabith instead of them um but however the butler has fucked up again and uh peggy is gone she's uh he says you know the room went dark and i didn't know what to do and nicholas is like oh it's not your fault like this whole movie nicholas is just telling the butler is not his fault <laughs> yeah but, you know um and this is is this this is there this is the others as butler as well isn't it it's yeah like, it's just butlers in general in this movie yeah. i think i don't think he's the same guy unless he brought him um, no i don't think it's 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 richelieu's butler i think it's um richard's butler, richard's butler yeah yeah um and then of course they hear simon speeding off as he as he drives off um yeah to rescue peggy to rescue peggy yeah um so Nicholas uh, uses a summoning spell to to conjure the spirit of Tanith. Yeah, well, they realise that they 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 have they have no idea where to go. No, no, you know, they didn't know Simon where to start. Simon was the only one who knew where they were, and he's fucked off. Yeah, yeah, he the one guy who knew is just just driven off on his own. Yeah. Uh, on some foolish mission. Um, they, yeah, they do, and I, and I quite I think the summoning spell, um, a lot of the the words and things that like the, the yeah. Word that Peter Cushion, uh, not Peter Cushion, Lee. Was that Christopher Lee used? That they were all stuff that he researched himself. I was going to say he he was a he was massively into the occult and stuff. Yeah, so he's probably reading actual things. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. So he, he got those. He he he, he did research and he got all that stuff himself. Because he was a stickler but, for accuracy in movies as well. Like yes. he always complained about Dracula not having enough lines from the original mm-hmm. book and stuff. So yeah, well, him him and in Cushion were both. Yeah. Uh, Stick sticklers for their research and yeah. and having the right you know props and things. Cushion was more of the prop guy. He liked having oh yeah with while he was doing stuff. But Lee Lee was you know meticulous about his his research. Yeah, and I I, I do like the little ceremony he he does to, to it's to, great um, to bring back Tanith or to bring spirits to, to bring Tanith's spirit into uh, into Mary. Yeah, yeah. Um and uh yeah of course um tanith speaks through mary and um she she you know nicholas says someone who cares deeply about you has called you back because he needs your help um and she says like i will help because i love him so we do get that connection it's like okay they they were actually in love and and that's you know fair enough um yeah (laughs) Again, it's not the best, but it works. Buying it may vary. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but she can't find uh, Makata. She says that she can see uh, Peggy, 
but she cannot enter and all she will say is is that uh there's a a winged serpent guarding the way yeah um and then mary of course screams and collapses when rex is an idiot and uh, interrupts um but yeah rex of course then redeems himself almost immediately by saying oh it must be the house because i remember the house having the uh the winged serpent uh like gargoyles or whatever on the gate yeah um gate ornaments yeah uh so yeah and then we see simon approaching the house uh and i love the way the doors just open for him as he he gets to the front door um and he's basically led into a room where we find mccarta and all of this or i i think it's like the higher ups of the the followers isn't it it's not all of them anymore it's the it's the the 13 um, or the the, 13. Well, the, the 12 yeah. at this point or 11 at this point um well he's the 13th isn't he so uh yeah well tanik would be but then they've got peggy haven't they i, I think I'm, I'm trying to yes, think how that works yes. out but um oh, yeah but yeah so uh simon asked for the child to be released and mccarthy's quite rightly is like why would i do that i got both of you now like yeah. there's, there's no reason for me to so. do that you haven't thought I this do, through simon again i do like the, the fact that you know simon is, is desperately trying to fight him and he, he yeah he, he goes to sort of to stab uh Mikata, yeah it's just like yeah no i don't think so and just goes, go on sit get in your place go on off you go yeah <laughs> at some point someone needs to close their eyes when they make a move on Mikata. <laughs> yeah Maybe wear a blindfold or something. You kind of feel like that might be the way this movie's going to end when you're watching it the first time, because that's like yeah. constant Achilles heel is sight, and you think, well, just close your eyes. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, he tells he tells Simon to take his place, and he does, obviously, because he's under the spell by that point. And um, MacArthur says to begin the ceremony, and they bring Peggy in. Um, meanwhile, Nicholas and everyone else turns up at the house. Um, and... Uh, MacArthur is about to stab Peggy through the neck when um, Mary screams and they all kind of turn around and uh, and <laughs> is the one time he tries valiantly, but there's too many people for even Rex to punch. Yeah, um, he, he, he tries with a candlestick. I think. He does. Yeah, he, he does. He's like, right, we've had enough of you now. Um, yeah, Nick- I do love as well. The, I think there's one particular cultist. He's the bold guy with the glasses. He yeah. looks really pleased with himself after he's clobbered with it clobbered him with this candlestick as well yeah. hilarious. well i mean rex has taken out quite a few of them by now i bet yeah, he's like yeah, yeah good i good. imagine they've, they've all got like black eyes and like <laughs> yeah. lips from from their laughing counter yeah um but yeah so um uh yes nicholas tells mccarter to um take him instead he's like take me yeah. instead of peggy but he, um, said, he says he says in god in god's name you dare not and mccarthy's like no yeah not, oh, you know, obviously not <laughs> wrong wrong god sir um <laughs> yeah mccarthy's like no chance yeah, um, and... I, why would i take a, a a sweet innocent pure child over you yeah 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 it's a yeah, fair point right he's clearly done a lot in his life and is probably nowhere near as pure and 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 you know pristine a soul as, as little peggy's i imagine that nicholas has done some dark shit in his seriously life. dodgy stuff yeah. yeah exactly um yeah so um 
Mary begs with Nicholas to recite the passages again, but Nicholas yeah. says, he, you know, I dare not, um, can't, you know, can't, can't risk it again. Yeah. Uh, you do get the impression that this is a potentially really fucking damaging uh, thing if he reads these out. It's like, we got lucky once, we're not doing it again, yeah. guys. It's, it's really not. We're not in a magic circle. The death yeah. turns up, he might take fucking everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Um, but then uh, we hear a voice as, uh, as, as MacArthur's about to start peggy uh we hear a voice and it's it's tamith in inheriting uh, inheriting inhabiting mary again um and uh she walks towards uh peggy and macarta uh she helps peggy up and um tells her to repeat the uh, the words that she repeats for the ritual yep and then lightning hits everything and everyone burns <laughs> like, yeah. all of the cultists like it's like oh my god it's like lightning inside and everything bursts into flames and cultists start dying um and um macarta kind of screams in pain and, and falls into the fire face yeah, first it looks like he falls into almost like into a pit doesn't it, it yeah looks like, yeah like, like the, hell's opened up the or earth's something. opened up and it looks like he's fall. He's, he goes in yeah um, and, of and course, you know the flames are revealing a, a cross behind the uh you know the, the tapestries and stuff yes and it yeah. basically everything clears away like magically everything is gone and it's just like a, a cleared chapel isn't it yeah and for a moment you're like what the hell's going on um yeah. but then of course it's revealed why that is because um we see everyone back in the drawing room within the circle yes and they all kind of wake up a bit confused um uh until nicholas says time's reset yeah. everything's reset back to that that period before this um and of course we see that uh rex comes in with uh tamith who was missing from the room because her body was in the room yep um and rex comes in with her very much alive and he explains that, that everything's been reset and of course that leads simon to ask you know does that mean macarta's been reset too uh but nicholas says no the the angel of death demands a sacrifice um and macarta was the obvious choice so macarta has been taken now in the place of tamith because tamith escaped so the angel of death has come to claim someone else and claim macarta yeah um and uh, yeah so they all live happily ever after i guess yeah uh yeah so it does end well because you kind of think oh oh god tamith's dead and that's that but no she comes back she's all right by the end she survives yeah um but yeah and that was the devil rides out i i love this for for all of its silly bits i love this movie so much it's but cool. i i think i think they're mostly t- tempered they're not yes though there are some sort of slightly silly bits and some some very dodgy effects yeah i don't i think because the acting is so good the story's so good it's sold so well that certainly for me personally i can completely overlook any of that stuff it, i agree it's all small minor irrelevancies yeah when when you look at how bloody good everybody is in it and how yeah, the cast you know, is so good and the, the direction's great i i really yeah. love this movie every everyone is doing their that you know their best work here it's a fantastic and i think this is this is uh lee's favorite hammer movie his favorite performance yeah he's like kind of famously said that he kind of thinks this was the best one and ironically um to the devil a daughter is the worst i think he hates that movie yeah he, i don't think he likes that at all uh, I, I like to, to the devil a daughter actually. i i remember not so being a huge another, fan another but movie. i'm, I'm kind movie. of yeah it is yeah yeah well this was uh, i i think apparently 
Wheatley was so impressed with The Devil Rides Out that he was yep. convinced to give over the rights for to The Devil of Daughter. Yeah. But then he hated The Devil of Daughter, so it, nothing else ever happened. Like, Wheatley basically refused <laughs> from that point on. Yeah. Um, but I remember, yeah, I remember the To the Devil of Daughter not being great, but I do want to rewatch no. it. I've got it on DVD. I'm it's gonna got, it's got it some nice stuff in it. It's got, because uh, I saw Richard Whitmark in it. I, I quite yeah. like him in it. And I, and the stuff the, the stuff between him and, and Leo were really good because yeah. Leo again is in full villain mode in that one. Mm-hmm. And um, I <laughs> the the what I love about this one is that they Hammer tried to get this done years earlier, but of course because of America they you know they got money from America at this point. Yeah, they did do. I think this is the last one that I think the this is the last one that the American backers paid for mm-hmm. this. This is the the start of the decline after this movie is the start of the decline of, of Hammer. Yeah, and they they did, the Americans didn't get the you know the um well first the first off when they first, first of all they they probably went, misunderstood all of well them. they didn't like the, the Satanist stuff. They, well, it's it's funny though, isn't it? I I say misunderstood because I'm like but but good and and like god triumphs in the end yeah yeah like, yeah so you know if you actually watch the movie like yeah there there is the devil the americans in it, but... could be very funny about magic and yeah and and, and especially that's especially then yes uh, so yeah, yeah. Took, they still are years. a bit now right? yes they are um they so it's, it took a while for them to get obviously that and in america of course when eventually it did come out it was they changed the name to the, the bride of satan because they thought that the the original title sounded like a western Oh, it kind of does now that you've said it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I never thought about it like that, but now that you've said that, yeah, it kind yeah. of does. I can so see it was, that. It was changed in, in America to that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, I, it is, I think it is the probably, all things considered, the, if not the best, you know, one of the best uh, Hammer movies. It's certainly up there for me with, you know, the first, the first Dracula and the first... Yeah. Uh, Frankenstein. It's in that. Again, it's, all, it's all Terence Fisher, isn't it? Is, it is, yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know who. I, don't, I mean, this is what the fourth Terence Fisher movie we've done, I think. I think it is. Yeah, it will be now. I don't know who yeah, did. Um, I don't know who did Quatermass and the Pit, but if that was also Terence Fisher, I don't think it was. But if it was, <laughs> that would literally mean every, all of my favorite movie, all of my favorite horror <laughs> movies are by him. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, uh, one hell of a movie, and um, yeah, I, I love doing these old Hammer movies. It's great. Yeah, no, they are they're, they're fantastic, and also, like we said, you know, F- Fisher had such a brilliant eye for he really did structure of a scene, and, and yeah, it's it's pro- it's one of his finest works. Such a great great movie. I mean, I guess we're running out of the really good Terence Fisher movies I suppose but <laughs> well that's fine you know um but yeah it's, it's nice it's nice to cover cover these movies because they are fantastic um but yes yeah, so that was uh, oh god I almost said to the devil a daughter that was <laughs> the devil rides out and um we'll be back next week with our usual review fair um don't know what I'm going to review I might watch I might watch Reacher that series. See how that. that I was going to say that's up. that's there. Um, also, the um, Amazon's just got Cop Shop as well, which I, I'm going to give. Yeah, a that go. looks kind of interesting. I saw a trailer so, for that the other day, so yeah, I might give that a go as well. Give us something to talk about together. Hmm. Um, but yes, thank you for listening, everybody, and we will catch you next time.